Hey, welcome to Movie Talks TV. Today, um, this is Daniel. And this is Fernando. And this is uh, our very first show here on uh, January 18th, this whole new year. Yeah, I'm actually really excited. You yeah. know, I know we've been prepping for a while. We have been practicing, rolling, doing Getting audio. all the kinks out. And I mean, this is, I mean, if you were here, uh, listen to our first show or have you listen to our you know hopefully you listen to our you know later shows and you come back in here you, you see the the changes we made and hopefully you enjoy our content so we're here to talk about movies and um we're gonna bring you the latest news some of our opinions you know and see how it goes from there yeah um, for most of us for me especially i wanted to not to give like an, a very inner looking at it not more of a feng shui like we're not gonna not too much on like the inner speakings of the psychology of the movies but just like our the technical things that happens and how things are run and you know just interesting information that we learn from it mm -hmm. so definitely we're going to talk about some directing cinematography editing you know some of the some of the life of the directors and mm -hmm. you know some of the actors and we'll see there's challenges and struggles yeah so i hope you guys enjoy our content uh today we it's it's actually been an exciting week this has mm -hmm. been the first episode of The Last of Us. I know we might be a little bit, you know, l late on the scale, but uh, what do you think of it? Your first impression. Uh, first of all, have you played the video game? Yeah, and, and I have very mixed reviews on it. Don't get me wrong. I thought the, the, the series was great. Did you play the yes? I PS3 did play the or the, the remaster. I oh mean, no, I, I played from the very the very very first. Oh okay That's, okay. So you you know, you know so this is so what do you feel? What is your um? What's your how do you feel about this story or the the, the whole Last of Us? See, this is where my feelings are very mixed because I personally don't think anything will ever be as good as the as the video game. No, but. They did a, an okay job. I think it's it, they did good, better than other um, movies that have been made about video games. I think this one has been a really good adaptation. One thing I would say about this one especially is that Neil Buckman, the uh, writer for Last of Us, is actually involved with it. Like, who would have ever thought, hey, let's get the person who created, who knows about this world, and bring it in and have them actually bring something a little bit more or kind of like widen the uh, the characters because for him he is all about characters in his in his i, I think he, i know he did the first last of us and the, the second one he also wrote um the last uh, uncharted so mm -hmm. you know naughty dogs always been this well recently has been this character driven story game and this is why we love naughty dog yeah, no, Naughty Dog actually has some really good technology, too, that other companies are using. I think they're using their, I think their AI, if I'm not mistaken, their AI or their technology to implement it to other uh, video games. And oh, yeah. Technologies. And they, how, how do I say this? They have been able to not only make, like, okay, like Last of uh, Uncharted, they made a genre where it's like Indiana Jones. But in a wider scale, and something where we want to like be in that mm -hmm. world. Last of Us, I, I think when we first started, that was during the Walking Dead uh, and the whole zombie phenomena, you know. And he made such a different take of it. Oh, absolutely! And, and you know, one of the beautiful thing about that is that they changed the intro 
from the video game to the adaptation. Oh yeah, I don't know if you saw the intro where we, they were interviewing the the two doctors. Oh yes, but I thought that that intro was just powerful. Oh yeah, yeah, because one thing it's it's really that. Okay, well, first of all, if you don't, if I know most people who follow the game and everything knows that this fungus fungus really is around, mm-hmm. and it really would attach itself to an ant, and then when the ants know it, they'll, they'll drag that you know drag it out, and then you can slowly see the fungi just grow mm-hmm. outside, and you know. And it makes no. you think, though. No, absolutely. But it actually happened. Absolutely. And one of the best things about that intro is that it wasn't only scientific. It was very factual. Yes. Because that disease actually exists, if you didn't know that. Yeah. And it's very, very popular with the ants. Yeah. Because it kills entire colonies and oh, all yeah. the bugs around it. Yeah. It, that fungi actually uses the ants to kill. Now, here's one thing I would say... The one thing that they also did very for for that intro is, if you had never played the game, you at least know what's going on. Like you can't, you wouldn't at least be in this world because the the fungi and the whole infection thing. That's the backdrop. I mean, that's just like the you know the that's what we just we know of the world. Mm-hmm. But it's the characters, and oh, I guess it's just the causation. No. But what really drives the story, like you said, is the characters. Yes. And mm-hmm. that first scene. No, first of all, um, they did do some changes of it, which at first I was kind of uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. Like what? Um, well, okay. So Pedro Pascal, he plays as Joe. And of course, Joe's, you know, a white guy. And, he, you know, he has that certain look, which mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, it's, it's Pedro. Okay. You know, I like him. You know, mm-hmm. Mandalorian. He he has such a good personality. Mm-hmm. And then next, you know, I see Sarah, and I'm like, Sarah, that's not Sarah. Oh yeah, because we expected a little white girl, right? Yeah. But I was like, well, Pedro's not white, so I guess yeah, that makes okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, I gave a chance, and then the way, but how uh, Nico Parker, who plays as Sarah, she did so well. She did. I I, I was very very shocked by how good she did. And. I was more, and I, was, I appreciate that when you're watching this, and if you played that, oh, that that ten, I don't know, ten, twenty minutes part of the first game, oh, it, it was just shocking. like it. Yeah, it's jaw dropping. Yeah, I mean that. Oh, okay, so one thing that that okay, so you know, he she buys him this this watch, and she he asks, oh, so how'd you get the money for? And she goes, I sell drugs. I yeah, sell exactly hard. the same. And as I was as like, the oh my god. <laughs> I said, like, "Oh, you know what's gonna happen? I am gonna fucking cry when she dies, cause we all, if we all know she dies." Oh, dude, I cry every time I play the video game, and I cry even harder in the in the TV, in I the TV tell show. You, and it's not like in in uh, Final Fantasy VII where Arya, uh, Arya, Ari, she dies, and now you you can like try to like. For me, when I was twelve years old, I would replay that whole that small scenario, thinking I can I can you know somehow save her. Mm-hmm. In this one, like, nope, she's dead. Like, there's no way. You know, that actually threw me off a little bit when it came to the directing. At least personally, me, I would have loved to hear the last few words from her. You know, I I understand. Did she have last few words? No, but me as a director, I would have loved to hear, like, at least say, Daddy. You know, as she's dying, like, (laughs) No, but see, the one thing. I would have loved to see that. Yeah, but again, she's. She's scared. She's a scary little girl who got shot for no reason, and you can just see the heartbreak. No, on I understand, Joe. but and that was no. Here's the thing: the reason I I would have said 
you know, I would have added just a, la- a few words yeah. is because the last thing that he that she sees is her dad, and she's scared. Yeah. So if she's scared, she would want to like get. Oh, I see from, what you mean. From, yeah. From her dad, you yeah. know, like dad, I'm scared. Yeah. But no, she just didn't say anything. She was overwhelmed by panic. Yeah. I, at least that's the way they made it seem that, that she was overwhelmed by panic, like she couldn't say a word. But personally, if it was me, you know, getting shot or like on the dead bed, I would have liked to say like at least a few words to my dad. Yeah, like my mom. Dad, like, I love that. That or, or something. I think yeah. that would have made it a little bit more powerful. That yeah, definitely, definitely. I I think that would. Uh, add a little bit to it um it would kind of deter from the move from the, the game again. and i guess the other thing that i remember is when uh um jimmy i think jimmy well when the house is burning i remember that exact yeah, scene walking shot. past oh my yeah. it was like there's a lot of shot for shot and it is so it is so good to see someone who wouldn't just here's the thing is it a big deal to see it not really. If they would have done it some some other way, as long as we can have the story. But the fact that they put these these smaller things in there mm-hmm. makes it makes us makes the audience or the fans know that these guys actually care about you know the storytelling us. of the game. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you, you, the fans. You can change like um uh, the Walking Dead. They change a lot of stuff in there, mm-hmm. and people don't know. But you know, people are just like, all right, fine, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially because it comes from a, a comic book too, The yes. Walking Dead. Oh. I know, and there's like people who died in different orders, and you can go on and on and on. And people got kind of mad, yeah, on that stuff. And Last of Us, they did a really good job. It, the changes that they did were kind of minor, I guess, in a way, but they were enough to impact or, or make uh, to to see a difference. Uh, c- correct, yeah, mm-hmm. because in that way you can at least it's not overwhelming and you can say, okay, well, yeah, you kind of have to make those changes just for the cinematic. I mean, if you was to make it exactly shot for shot, then why watch it? But it's not only that, it's also the story. At least uh, one of the biggest changes that I saw from the game to the, to, to, uh, the, the TV show is that Joel is actually going to go see his brother. Yeah, that was that one was, I didn't know that. That's I was actually very different from the game. And believe me, I played the game like 20 times. Yeah. I finished it like 20 times in every single mode. I know. I think it was basically they were going to hunt uh, Robert. Yeah. So Robert. that was another one. They were going to hunt Robert. And then the second one that I, that I just told you right now is that he was going to go see his brother because he wasn't replying. Yeah. But in the game, we don't notice that he had a brother until later on. Yeah. That was like a little surprise. Yeah, we didn't. And again... Did that make it a reason for them to? I mean, you have to have a reason for them to get the battery, not just mm-hmm. hey, we want to. This guy's mid did something wrong to us. And here's the thing: they were another change, like you said, it wasn't the battery. They were trying to get guns in the game. That's right, it was guns. They were gonna go get guns, and then they were gonna deliver uh, Ellie. Yeah. To be able to get those guns from the Firefly, uh, yes. Firefly Queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marlene. Marlene. Yes. yes. So that was like one of the big changes that we saw. I mean, they're, I mean, I guess they're trying to add drama, but I guess they try to change it just a little bit for dynamic purposes. Well, also, you have to give a reason for him to go instead of. I, I guess the the reason for guns, as a player, we're like, all right, it's a, it's a mission. You know, it's mm-hmm. a mission. We can we don't know where we're gonna go, but I guess for a TV show, you have to have a main reason for them, a major. Not, it's not even a conflict. It's just like. I guess a mission, for say. I I honestly think they did it to save time because the game is very very complex. It is. There's a lot of story there. It so is. 
and I do did you I do appreciate that it is a series mm-hmm. because I mean this is gonna be ten episodes, dude. Imagine if it was just a movie, that would have been so horrible. Oh gosh, it would have been so disappointing. Well, if that's it was the just thing. a movie. So speaking of okay, so we'll go. Do you think if Uncharted, even with Tom Holland, if they actually did a series like yeah, let's say National Treasure? That would have been something more that they can do, or do you think just? I mean, not not a lot of people liked that Tom Holland ended up being Drake because he's young. I mean, he's Tom Holland is not young, but he he does he doesn't look like Nathan Drake. Here's the thing: with Nathan Drake, is just older. Yeah, especially with Sully. Sully is supposed to be an old man. Yeah, so that's why when this mm-hmm. for casting does make a, makes a difference, mm-hmm. but it doesn't if you do it properly like uh, such as an um last of us i mean yeah not I've, they all look different mm-hmm. tommy doesn't look like tommy you know of course, they can't look the same right it, and but the age the the, the type of way they st- the way, type of way they talk the stance that's what people matter you have to have answers like okay did you see velma i did not okay this is the biggest one that's going on the internet because Velma is a Mindy Killing, you know who the 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 girl who's in Office. Uh, no. But she made her own Velma, which is the Scooby Doo uh, IP. Mm-hmm. It's so horrible. Really? They, they not only did change every single character. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, they changed. Which okay, fine, whatever. And apparently, Scooby's not even in it. Scooby's not in it. I didn't know Shaggy's name was Norval. <laughs> that uh, why we don't we don't who, I was like when I watched him like, who the fuck is Norval didn't they make uh, Shaggy African American this yeah, yeah which again don't care but if uh-huh. he has the essence of Shaggy you know same dialogue whatever mm-hmm. hey I'll give it a try mm-hmm. uh, what I don't like what which is a clear message of what The Last of Us said is that you can make an I or take an IP that people love. And give them something that, give them that something you love, and it's not about you. I guess here's the thing. I guess HBO gave them the uh, the freedom to write their own content and tell them exactly what to show because most studios are very elitist. Yes, and they want to build their own episodes with their own writers that you know they don't even know the story. They're not fans. They're not. They have nothing investment exactly. except for money. Absolutely. So I, I'm guessing and I really hope that HBO gave Last of Us the freedom to be able to tell their own story, to give the fans exactly what they wanted. Yeah. And again, it doesn't have to be exactly what happens because there's no way you're not going to you're not going to be the same Joe as how I played Joe when I was playing that. Like you mm-hmm. we all have our different adventures. If you want that, play the game. Yeah. Here's the thing. Most of those characters are made up characters as yes. well. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the other small little minor characters, which we'll see, uh, I forgot what the ki- what the the guys' names are, but we'll see among. Oh, I hope they do well. You know who? I especially remember. Uh, I can't remember what the guy. I think his name is Eli, but the guy who kidnaps Ellie at the end. Uh, you know. Oh, spoiler alert! That scene, <laughs> that whole thing. Uh, that was really good too. I'm I wonder wanna, how they're gonna do it. Well, I hope when they do it, they don't hold back and they show it because they go again, even harder. I hope they go harder with that one. Yes, because they actually like 
dumbed it down a little bit on the game. They they didn't really show too much. No, they didn't show too much, but the urgencies of of what the mission is at that time. Yes, but I guess we're gonna have to talk about that on that episode. Oh yes, we will. <laughs> I mean, again, we will we will do a weekly ep- hopefully do a weekly episodes of each one and kind of. Sh- so I I really hope this does well because mm-hmm. if this shows at least some prom a lot of promising, I wouldn't mind for a season two in which they do their own thing. I don't care because mm-hmm. the next uh, last of us part two happens when she's older. I think she's like 18, 16, 18, whatever. Mm-hmm. If they do it like a year or two years after and they have their own little adventures. Hey, I would love, I would love to see that mm-hmm. as long as yeah, these, something fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can do whatever they want. At least keep the characters to the same. Mm-hmm. Just don't, you know, don't do what they did in last of us part two, which was, Ah uh, no, <laughs> uh, I it was such I you know what here's the thing I didn't play Last of Us two because of that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, let's not talk about that because I know that's gonna be like a spoiler alert for people who haven't yes. played the game or but just a, at all. It, but here's the thing: we have. I know it's silly. Maybe I will get off. We'll go on to our next subject. But I know for a lot of people, and if of anything that we think it's silly to have attachment to characters, genres. Uh, franchises but there's at least i can say this about me for last of us was the was one of my best games i i played ever yeah and it came to a time where i was i was going through some stuff but when i was playing it it had so much drop has such a an impact of what i was going through and how i can just keep on pushing through that it kind of got me through that area mm-hmm. and whole thing about this particular series i feel is like is joe's watch where time is very we don't know when our time's up Mm -hmm. and time is so important and it's important for with the people that we have around us and how we kind of have to just bring things together oh absolutely and and that's actually one of i'm glad you mentioned that because when i started playing last of us you know my mom she never played video games but this was like the only video game that she was actually interested in yeah and right now, looking back, I, I my mom passed away. So I thought if she would have seen this show with me, we probably would have been binging it, eating popcorn together. Watching like the, oh, and you'd be like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, remember yeah, that. yeah, absolutely. I know my mom would have been happy to see that. And then, like you said, in the game, you know, the thing with the watch, it really tells you how one person can be going from one moment to the next. Yes. So great point that you brought up because that's really how life is and they did actually a really good job with the with the clock with, oh, with yeah. the watch the fact that he has it and that was the last gift he had from his daughter mm-hmm. and you know we will see how that plays out us people who played it and know it knows the importance of it we'll see how it goes out I and mean, i i just i really have promising for this mm-hmm. and, and and seriously all the actors I really liked. Um, there's one person who I was like kind of not really into, which was Tess, but it's just I don't know. You know, Last I person. honestly think she did a good job though. No, I Tess. no, she did a great job. I just for me, she didn't seem how she didn't seem how, the Tess I had in my mind, which is fine. Which is like I said, it's a small minor thing, which I don't really care. Like she's a good she's a good actress. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what she else has done. Here's the thing, and and um. The thing that you're talking about, Tez, she's been she's very very different even in the video game and the remastered and part one because there's been several versions of Last of Us. So we have the Last of Us from 2009, 
Yeah. And then we have The Last of Us remastered for PS4. And then we have The Last of Us Part 1, which is for PS5. So each one has different uh, character changes. Really? Yeah, they're they're minor, but you're able to tell. Like, for example, they did a comparison on YouTube about the remastered and the PS5 version, which is part one. That's what it's called. Last of Us Part 1. So they did a comparison from just the remastered and the PS5, and it was huge. Like, the changes that they made on the game were absolutely, completely different. They changed the scenarios, and we didn't even notice. Huh. Yeah, they changed scenarios, they changed facial expressions, they changed the the, the, the person, you know, yeah. the physique. And from the remastered to the, uh, I'm sorry, from imagine from 2009 when it came out to the PS5 version, which is part one. If you look at them side by side, they're nothing. They're absolutely nothing alike. They try to make them as close to as well, close as possible, but, but it was th- they look different. I do know that um, they had to change the face for Ellie to make it more different from um actually ellie didn't change that much really who did change was tess why because she tess they made her from the very first game to the ps5 version yeah tess looks much older in the latest video game because she actually looks kind of young in the the very first one yeah but the 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 part one for ps5 Uh, they actually aged her to match joel i don't know why they did that they did. No, I mean, she I, looked I very different. I understand that. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I guess. You if know. anything, they probably remastered it because they know who the cast was going to be. Ooh, that would be something to look at. Mm-hmm. If anything, they probably aged her and they changed her because they knew who the cast was going to be. Huh. For the uh, for the TV show. I think that that would be a good. I, I was, I, I'm waiting till March 3rd to play my version on the PC. Mm-hmm. But uh, I can't. I don't want no any spo- I don't want no, no any spoilers at all. I'm kind of like I'm getting into the whole groove of getting it. But you've played it before. <laughs> no, I know, but you're saying that there's all these changes. Jeez, man, I, I'm sure that I'm gonna go in there. I'm like, okay, what the heck is this? No, there's like here's the thing. You won't notice the changes. You won't notice them. There's gonna be minor changes that you notice. Like for example, the characters. That's probably the biggest change you're gonna see yourself. But if you compare it side to side to the 2009 version, oh I, man, like it changes. Even I have a very good visual memory on 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 things like this. So dude, I'll, I play I play the game 20 times, if not more. Yeah. Okay. And we're talking PS3, PS4, and PS5. Okay, I played it multiple times. Oh, so this is... Oh, this, yeah. Wait, so hold on. Is this like your game, best game ever? Yeah. In a nutshell, yes. So wow. believe me, when I say that, I didn't notice the changes until I saw the side-by-side comparison by this YouTuber. And it's pretty much exactly the same thing, but it's just, you won't notice the backgrounds. They change. They made it more sharper? Not sharper. They actually change... Foliaging and stuff the, like that? The foreground. And the scenery. Well, I yeah. At well, least in the cinematics. No, I can I can imagine that because mm-hmm. I mean they had the technology is better, so you have to give out something that's newer. Oh yeah, because they're charging sixty bucks for that game. It, seventy. It, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. You know what? I bought it on PS Five. So I tell you what. You know what? It's still worth it. I t- I tell you, this is one. Okay. I before we go out for our next one, this is if you have never played this game and you want a. St- something to start you into video games this is probably one of the that that this and besides the mario game which i don't hey mario is mario but this is one of those games in which if you want to know the gaming culture and the how we enjoy stories 
This is an excellent story this based is ex- game. Yeah, yeah, this is the first one. That one and Uncharted, but Uncharted gets kind of complicated with all the buttons and stuff like that. I think Uncharted is more for teenagers, more for kids, because there is not that much gore and there's not that much. Uh, no, there's not, but I'm saying like the mechanics of it is very, It's it, there's a lot of mechanics in Uncharted compared to Last of Us, which is just basically shoot and run around. You know, that's all I'm saying. Mm. But yeah, uh, hopefully we'll see more Mm-hmm. Um and I can't wait till I really I really can't wait. Um, I I I swear if this is I, this probably be better than Mandalorian, which I'm waiting for season three. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm actually looking or, forward to that one as well. Yeah, because you know Boba Fett was uh Mandalorian two point five. I actually didn't watch Boba Fett. Really? I didn't watch it. No. You know you don't have to watch it. Just watch the episode with the Mandalorian. And Dude, honestly. Back. I only get Disney Plus to watch Mandalorian and Loki. <laughs> that's all you need. That's that's the only reason I get. And when I finish the season, I, I cancel my subscription. I tell you, Disney has some a lot of problems. I mean, I, I well, we'll talk about this another time. But I, I something's going on with them. I just I. I mean, the only thing they have good really going for them. Is Avatar really? Avatar is making all their. I don't know. Money. I don't know because they're actually they're bringing back Tony Stark. <sighs> yeah, they're bringing him because there's an at- alternative ending that got released. I don't know how true it is, but it is Tony Stark, and he talks to his daughter in the uh, in the realm uh, that um, for this is it the spirit spirit stone. Yeah. So there's an at- alternative ending that. Uh, Disney wants to release, but they haven't told us anything. There's like rumors about it, but the the clip is online, and they're gonna bring back Tony Stark. Maybe, and this is only maybe, and I'm just speculating because Avengers is dying, and it died with with, with Tony with Tony Stark. Well, because Robert, he was the money maker. Th- uh, there are, uh, um, there are people. Well, okay, uh, go, uh, I'll run back before. There will be people who go out to see movie stars, right? And the only one nowadays is Tom Cruise. I mean, explain that to me again. Okay, so um, who, what was his name? The guy who does who's in uh, Falcon. I forgot what his name is. The black dude. Yeah, I I, I, I his, forget his name. But he uh, he said this in one of the conventions. He says the death of the superhero is over, and now it's the age of the super. Uh, no. The death of the movie star is 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 now, and now it's the rise of the superheroes. Nowadays, people are of, uh, goes to a movie not to see, um, well, not to see a Robert Downey movie, uh-huh. not to see a Robert Downey or, or a Robert De Niro movie. They go to see the Falcon, the Winter, Winter Soldier, an Iron Man. You know, there's times in which we would go and watch a movie because there's an there's a certain actor mm-hmm. who's in there. I mean, really, if it's not Tom Cruise, you kind of have to sell me on this. Mm-hmm. If it's not Tom Cruise, it has to be a director that I love. Like, mm-hmm. think about Oppenheimer. I'm going to watch that. Why? Because... Directed by Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Um, Spielberg, with his uh, Fettelmans. I... Oh, that's one movie that I'm going to watch, and we're going to have to do a whole diagnostic of that. I don't know, man. I'm not a big fan of Steven Spielberg. But it's not just that. It's... It's the love of movie making when you're young. It's that childhood. Ah, okay, okay, okay. And that's what one thing I love to see because with I swear, if I had those kind of parents, 
that got me into it, I probably would have gone further. You know what I mean? Like they were so supportive of his of his dream. And there's, you know, it's just a fantastic thing I was want to see. But again, there's I mean, think of a movie think of a movie star you would go to see just because they're in it. Mm, that's oh, oh Tom Tom Hardy is another one. That's but that's me personally. Yes, I agree, Tom Hardy. But I think my number one would be Keanu Reeves. I watch every movie uh, by him. One because the very first movie that I watched from him was The Matrix. Yeah. So watching the Matrix, the Matrix by Keanu Reeves, the very first time around, I thought he was a great actor, and I loved the movie. I don't think Keanu Reeves is really. I don't. Okay, here's the thing about Keanu. Great actors. Is he a super movie star? Yes. But he doesn't have that movie star persona, which is such a. What I mean, what I mean is, the way he's in public is he he's such a casual hey what's up guys you know there's remember that how there's like uh videos of him giving up seats to people on there yeah. yeah he seemed just like a regular guy which i are you saying that he's just he plays his roles as a regular guy as well like he doesn't have depth to him no i'm saying if i was to see him okay if i was to see him in las vegas on the strip i'll say hi what's up whatever but i don't think i would have that oh he's a movie star i would have that hey is the great guy? Is is here that great guy Keanu Reeves? Unlike if I but see what's Tom so wrong? Cruise, what's so wrong about no, that? No, no, and I'm saying that's an, and I'm not saying that's a wrong thing, mm-hmm. but I'm saying it's a different. Like okay, so like if I would see Tom Cruise, I wouldn't know what to do. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> it's fucking fanboy all over him. I'm telling you, Tom Cruise. Um, I think here's the thing. Al Pacino probably. Al Pacino be another one because. Really? No, because of his line of work. There's Here's the thing. It really all depends on how the actors carry themselves. And that's okay, that's a better way. Because you grow with them. Okay. Yeah. So you as a person, you take in, especially when you're young, you take in their character. You know, if it makes you feel good while you're watching what a character is doing, you take it as yourself as well. You know, and that that's a whole different story. Uh, you know, uh that's another thing altogether. But what I'm saying is each character brings something different. And the way they're portrayed in movies is what you hope to see in real life. Yes. And Keanu Reeves lives up to that expectation, at least for me. And I think he's done a great job in public where people can be like, you know what? I can respect him, you know? Yeah. Give him his privacy. But if you see Tom Cruise, it's like, holy shit, I want to go see Tom Cruise. <laughs> but it, that's but the way he thing, carries himself. And that's what I love. That's, what pe- that's why people love Tom Cruise. Uh, Keanu Reeves. I mean, you can go up to him and say, "Hey, can, can you sign this for me?" And he's not gonna be like, "He'd be like, yeah, of course." Yeah, he's not gonna be like, "Hey, twenty bucks, kid." Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, oh, kind of. Keanu Reeves is what how, how I think of Brendan Fraser. They're like a national treasure. Oh my god, <laughs> you know, Brendan Fraser is actually really nice too. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying like they're like great people who we just we appreciate that they're here. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I am, like, and you know that's how I will say about movie stars. Um. But the other movie we we uh, we, were, we watched was the uh, Avatar: Way of the Water. Mm-hmm. Now this is uh, of course uh, directed by James Cameron. Uh, Thirteen years to make this film, isn't that crazy? Can you imagine? I mean, it's not unheard of to have a project for this long, but this is a thirteen years after the first one. Mm-hmm. And people, I remember when this first was uh, starting, people were like, 
Avatar. What is that thing? Yeah. Like, I didn't even hear about it until everyone started, when it started actually going viral, when people started talking about it, I was like, oh, Avatar. Never heard of it. Yeah. I mean, most people are like, that, you mean that blue movie? That Smurf, that small Smurf In space, movie? yeah. That, those aliens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but again, I t- and the people was like, I was, I would ask people, are you going to watch it? Are you going to watch it? Nah, man. We're going to watch Avatar. That's stupid. You know, I, I said the same thing until I watched it. And when I watched it, I was like, I, I just walked out of the movie theaters just like speechless, like, I have to watch it again. Yes, it's such... Again, I always tell people, name a ba- bad James Cameron movie. You can't. The worst one he ever did that people can even say closest to it would be Abyss, which which is just not for everybody. I actually haven't seen that many uh, James Cameron movies. I mean, I have, but it's just been, what, Terminator, uh, Avatar, Alien... Uh, I think that's I think that's about it, you know, from James Cameron that I've seen. Have you seen? Um, do you remember True Lies? Oh, is that by James Cameron? That's James no Cameron way. too. Exactly. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, with Arnold and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, that was a great movie, by that the is, way. And that, and you look at that, and you're like, that that is no way a James Cameron. Movie. But nope. That. Because here's the thing: when we hear James Cameron right now, this day and age, we think about sci-fi. Yes. You know, he does a lot of sci-fi, even or, with Terminator or Titanic. Mm. Which was with yes, I have bad memories of James Cameron because I remember when that Titanic movie came on, that stupid song, from Celine Dion. Oh, oh yeah, my, God. my heart that won't go on everywhere. <laughs> oh my God! Before yeah. okay, back okay. So this is talking about ages now. We did not have our own little Apple. We all we had was radio, and I would hear that song over, over and over. Yes, I know what you mean. Yes, and my sister, she would even call in. For that song. <laughs> and I'm like, are we? Seriously, seriously, sister. Really? And the funniest thing is, like, sometimes people didn't even know the name of the singer. You oh, know, you, you, did, you didn't have Shazam or anything. You had to wait for the, the radio host to say, yeah. oh, this is a song by da da da. And if you missed it, you're gone. You're like, you don't know where to get it from. No. That was funny because that's that's how it worked back in, like, the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh. Yeah, but I can see why it got annoying because they really just overplayed songs like crazy, and they still do though. They, they do. still do. I mean, if if there, I don't think there's any more really radios nowadays. Well, you'd be surprised though because, um, I was listening to a radio station here in Vegas, and I just kept hearing Drake back and forth, man. Yeah. It, they just kept on playing, and I changed the station, and there was two Drake songs playing and I switched to another region, another radio station and there was three Drake songs playing at the same time. It's like, oh my God. It's like, that's the reason why people are starting to lose their love for radio. But anyways, that's besides yeah, the point. Yeah. yeah. But well, let's go back to... <laughs> yeah, we have, I have issues with Drake too. But his songs are catchy. <laughs> I'll give him that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he... Yeah, so that, back with Titanic coming up, best movie of the year. Mm-hmm. One had the highest grossing... You know, it was the, the the best movie of all time. I think I forgot, I forgot how many how many uh, awards it won, but it 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 kind of it was it on the everything. map. Yeah, it was it was big on the map. I mean, the only thing that beat him after was uh, Lord of the Rings, which I personally think that was just a tribute to the works that Peter Jackson did. I mean, mm-hmm. that movie was so phenomenal from Return of the Kings that they just you had to give it to him. Yeah, which no, and th- that was a great movie too. But again, what happened? He comes out with Avatar, mm-hmm. beats that box office. But once he brings out Avatar, 
he brings back Titanic to be screened in movies, oh. and then it goes up in gross in uh but no. to like maybe like number two or number three at the time was highest grossing film. I I blame all women for that, and <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just I, oh, you're such a softie. You were probably one of those watching the movie Titanic when it was you know, released. I, I refused <laughs> to watch it until I think it was on VHS. Because remember, it had to. Oh my had, god, VHS! It had, Dude, two, you're it, old. Had, it had two VHS for it, and I was like, okay, you know. What? <laughs> yeah, I remember that too. <laughs> I, 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 so I, I put it in there. You know, I had a, I had a Sunday to kill. Oh, but you know what? What's even worse than that? Watching Titanic on TV. Oh, oh my god! You know how many commercials that movie had. God, it was ridiculous. Part one and part two coming Titanic. Like Dude, it was like an entire day. It was like eight hours watching the movie. Yeah. I remember one night, I started watching it like around two in the morning on t- on open TV. Dude, I woke up and it was still playing at eight or nine in the morning. I was yes, like, are you kidding me? Like, these commercials are insane. But you know what's crazy about that? That was the first, I think that was the first times when there was a three-hour movie. Yeah. No, well, not really, because there's some really movie like old movies from like the well, 40s yeah, yeah. that they were used to be like three hours long, like well, Cleopatra. Cleopatra, Gone with the Wind. Yeah, uh, those were long movies. I think Lawrence of Arabia, Moses, uh, Ten Commandments, Ben Hur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, again, those are movies where you just pop in, fall asleep, watch it. I guess they've just been like the longest movie that people can sit through in a sci-fi but you know movie. What? I just thought of this. Those were movies in which directors had all the whole power to do what they want to do so think about it hmm. they they did what they want to do they didn't have like the production studio on their back well plus it was, no not really mm-hmm. i mean especially for i mean it's time for ben hur and stuff like that it was like, such a uh uh phenomenal to have that type of you know they would go to gaza i think i think they went to gaza and they actually everything was actually built in whatever so um yeah, I I think they had that so much money they just didn't give a shit. Yes, but they also they weren't too concerned about making money. They were more concerned about making a good story and a good movie. Like for example, right now Warner Brothers, he completely Warner Brothers has like really screwed up movies right now. Oh, uh, you mean talking about the uh, DC universe? Yeah, exactly. So Warner Brothers, no, no, no. I'm talking actually about the Matrix. Because yeah. there's so much, they're, they're so concerned about just making money that they're letting the stories go to hell. Well, the Wachowskis wrote that. Well, yes, but what I'm talking about is, uh, the Snyderverse. They brought out their own version because they didn't want to do the the, the Snyder version. They cut that movie down to like oh. an hour and a half and and Snyder was pissed off. Yeah. That's why he had to like re-release what was it? Um Justice League. Yeah. And he released it in a 3-hour movie, but the reason in the first place that it was a flop or that it was horrible was because Warner Brothers was on his ass telling him we're not going to put it. We're going to cut this movie and yes. we're going to make money. But they didn't care about the story. They just cared about the money and releasing it. Well, they also didn't think that people was going to actually stick around for that long. Oh, but, dude. You know what? Uh, and we'll go on another tangent. Well, no, we'll say this. The, the greatest, greatest sin of any movie is when movie is when producers, the studio, gets involved in, into a, a director's vision. Mm-hmm. And we see it time and time again. And especially for younger directors. Now, James Cameron, he doesn't have that. In fact, he did... Until Titanic, mm-hmm. you know, 
when he did his avatar and, be, and, and I'm serious he probably had to fight no I don't I, no I take that back because he did an interview and he said they were asking him hey did you have to fight with studios for making this long they're like well no because uh, you know avatar one did so good uh, did, did so good so no they just gave me whatever I needed but here's the thing he's already a guaranteed success exactly the one where he did have to fight uh, with the studio was on Terminator. The first one, yes. The very first one, because he had to sell his script for a dollar, but under the condition that he had full creative control of the movie. I know. And that and that movie, I mean, that is the... Well, I guess... It's, oh, I can't say it's iconic, because all his movies are iconic, but that was a stepping stone of his huge, huge run of just great storytelling. Mm-hmm. And I think he had it, if I can remember... He he was he was he had a dream one day, and he saw this this android creature just crawling towards him, and he got so scared he was like, "I gotta write it." <laughs> Typical. Usually, it comes from a nightmare where you right. have to like wake but, up at five in the morning and write. That's scripts. exactly what the ending was, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, that's it's so interesting how how our dreams." Which, hey, if you have anyone who does any creation work or artistic. Your dreams has so much influence into what you're doing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's why I was when I was young. I would uh, take a, a notepad and put it right next to my bed. And if I drink something, I'm like, oh shoot, let me just write this down real quick. Mm-hmm. But again, that was a fantastic film on just a simple, hey, you know, this is an unstoppable force, and there's nothing you can do about it. And cool fact, just about Terminator as well. And this might be a little bit off topic, but I need you to hear this one out. There was an interview that I watched on YouTube, and this was actually on open TV. They were interviewing this lady who apparently wrote um, The Matrix. Oh, okay. I'm going to, yeah, go ahead. And she was saying that Terminator is the prequel to Matrix. She was saying because Skynet is how everything began in Matrix. So what she was trying to say is like those two movies were connected in a way. Yeah. Where Skynet took over the world, and then you have Matrix, which was a world ran by machines. Now, I would believe that if Wachowski's helped write Terminator. Hmm. I do. I do see that. I do see that. But I just thought it was like a very intriguing thought. I mean, I can see if the if the Wachowski's was like, okay, we looked at no, that film. No, no, no. But like, here's the thing. And I will stop you right there because there are rumors and these are not fully, uh, they're not facts. They're not backed up by anything. But there are rumors that the Wachowski's stole the Matrix script from a lady who died. Yeah, I can believe that too. So... Because, I mean, if you look at all the Wachowskis, other films, they're not that. They're good. not that. The biggest hit was The Matrix. Yeah. I mean, I do like, um, what was the one? Oh, well, that's not really there. That was a French movie. But all the movies that they've done, they've they've been flops. They've been media. Yeah. It's, they've been okay. Yeah. I mean, here's my, th- here's my p- thing about films. Unless it's complete garbage, they're fine. Yeah. I mean, For example, one of the very underrated movies by them was Jupiter Ascending. Oh, that was okay. That was bad. I thought it was okay. I thought it was a good movie just to sit down when you have nothing else to do. Just sit down and watch yeah. Jupiter Ascending. I thought it was a good movie. Great nerd porn, if you, th- <laughs> if you tell me. Yeah. It's great nerd porn because no. you have aliens, you have technology, you have 3D, you have all these things that make it look like very impressive. Uh, and they try to put a little woke message in the uh, 
in the movie as is well. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They did like a really like woke message talking about life and how humans were just cattle. You know, essentially, you know, what people talk oh, about yeah. nowadays, that people are just cattle because we're cash cows. So oh. they did humans as a currency in the movie. That's what it's called. Uh. Yeah, that, if you look into it, if you watch the movie and you really sit down and listen, they actually kind of give you a message of how humans are just currency. The same way that yeah, we do now. That, yeah, see, that's, that's the reason why I didn't watch it. Now, 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 now thank you. Now I know for sure I ain't going to watch that. <laughs> Gee, I thanks, mean, man. <laughs> yeah, you just saved me from a whole, whole line of, of wasted two hours of my life for that. Yeah, it's almost, yeah, I think it's like two hours and a half, I think. Well, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, See, thank you. <laughs> well, you're welcome, I guess. <laughs> well, I stopped watching with Wachowski's after, uh, ooh, I think after the second, the third Matrix, I was like, okay, I'm done with them. I actually thought they were like all the three Matrix. I thought they were great, but number one is always gonna have. Uh, I mean, it's always gonna be the greatest yeah. of all time. Yeah, it is. It is one where it's just oh wow. You know, what's funny thing about that movie, you can watch it today and it's still perfect. That's the thing about that movie, and um. The, the thing with that is, I mean, every shot is perfect. The tone, the pace. Pace is a, has to, it is everything in the movie, too. Well, mm -hmm. not everything, but it's a real big deal. And that is what people prefer TV shows to movies, the pace. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Be well, speaking of pace, when you watch Avatar, it was it was three hours and I think three, 303 hours and I want to I say the 26 minutes. Didn't feel that long. It didn't. It felt like 30 minutes to me. Yeah. Especially because I was such a huge fan of Avatar. Well, I mean, in this one, uh, it, uh, it was a very, very, I want to say simple. It was a, it was a, a, it was basically about how important a family is and how important it is that uh, him, ja um, Jake, Jake Sully, how hard it is for him to take care of his family and bring him to something and how his past well not really past sins but how the he's past just, always catches up to him yes but they try to portray as something that he had to lose this time because in the first movie he had nothing to lose which is why he went to enemy territory and tried to like blend in with them oh yeah was, uh, so on this one what he, they, he they, what James Cameron did really well is trying to portray that he actually had something to lose and he was honestly scared of yeah. losing them Yes. And that's I thought that was a great contrast between the first and the second because in the first one he's just a soldier like yeah. do what you're told yeah but in this one he actually had an emotional and a, a uh, choice to like something to lose like and and what's what's mm -hmm. the greatest loss than your kids exactly really. and mm -hmm. then how they add in uh Kiri as a uh, Kira Kiri Kiri as um with Sigourney Weavers as like that was a the kid that one I I thought was very weird. In which that ends up being her child that she had before she died. But no one knows who the dad uh, is. Exactly. And what I'm guessing is that that child, I guess you can say it was like the birth of Jesus, like a like a virgin birth. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and I'm telling you because, um, oh, because Mother Earth uh, implanted that baby into the body of grace. Okay. I that's see where I, 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 I see how you go. Okay, that's another way to look at it. Yeah, because, because she's she, able to control she, the elements. Yeah, yeah. That is that is such a good way of looking at it because it did nothing made sense of why was she so sensitive to everything. I mean, the the, the second well, as soon as the, I think the first or second day of them going in the water, 
she can just breathe easily. I'm like, what the, what the hell? Like, okay. no, she had a connection with the earth, and and it's funny because in the beginning of the movie, they make fun of her because they were asking, I was like, who's your dad? Yeah, they were making fun of her, but there is no dad. In my opinion, I think that Mother Pandora, Mother Pandora inserted that baby into Grace's body as she was dying because I, they kept her alive. If she ends up being like, okay, if she ends up being like a Jesus film, Jesus character, now, <laughs> James Cameron, you've gone a little bit too far. You can just, you can hold, I mean, can you imagine if they end up having, she has ended up being like a sacrifice or something like, come on. I'm know. just saying, you don't have to go too spiritual. Well, you didn't. This is just part of nature. That then again, I can see her dying. Ah, oh, man, now like I think about it, I don't think she's gonna die until the very last movie, like towards the very. What about that? Um, what was the name? The uh, the human human kid. Did I don't remember whole, his name. Yeah, the whole time the he's like kid. he's like looking at him. He's like, oh man, someone got blue fever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which okay, I gotta admit the Navi's. I mean, the way they made those Navi's, I mean, like oh. Wow. They made him a little attractive. Yeah, yeah. they are attractive mm. cats. And I'm like, <laughs> there we go. But, Daniel's got blue fever. But that was you know what's weird about that? So then they're like, they're like blue cats, and then they go into the ocean areas, and then like the ocean people are different. Hawaiian. They got squids. bigger fins. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was kind of. I mean, that's again. It's it's a it's a great film. Uh, a lot of times I always say to tell people, hey, you should watch it on 3D. You. I and love it on thing, 3D. That, that's one of the things that you and I were talking about uh, not too long ago, that the technology in this movie and, you know, the time they took to to build everything, you know, the, the 3D, you know, their hands, the details, yeah. you know, everything. They took their time and they made it look so good. Oh, yes. Like I said, this was nerd porn as well. Yes. And I, I can imagine how they're going to do in the next film. I mean, will this win? I think. Will this win awards? Would I mean? Could you consider it best? It's not gonna win best film. I can tell you that. Maybe the second one. I would say definitely visual effects. Oh, cinematography. Maybe cinematography. It all depends on what other movies are out there for this year. No, I think Oppenheimer got got it this year. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see because there's a lot of um, money interests. Well, before uh, yeah. Ugh, yeah. it, it really depends on how much they suck up to the uh, to the academy. You know, soon we we'll, we will do our uh, you know our who we think we're gonna win the uh, Academy Awards. I already I already have my lines up. I already already know have uh, I know the first five important characters. Uh, the nominations are out. No, but you can already tell. Huh. you know, like uh, we'll and we'll go over it again. I mean, there's some that just guarantee it's gonna win. Um, but yeah, well, so what would you give this? Is this a must see? Wait till uh wait till rent wait till stream or never watch it. Here's the thing, man. I have mixed and complicated thoughts about that. If Avatar, say for example, was a TV show, I would rewatch it in a heartbeat because I would like to learn as much as I can about the story. But just the fact that I have to pay almost like $30 to get into the movie theaters. For one person, yeah. For one person. That's 3D and Dolby. That's like almost $30. It's insane. It still made its money. I know, but it's not something that me personally would watch again in movie theaters just for that reason that it's very expensive. Yes. I would rather just pay it once and then just watch it at home on my 65-inch TV. 
Not everybody has a 65 inch TV, but <laughs> I guess you mean. No, uh, but yeah, I would, I would definitely give it a. You don't you don't have to see it, but don't stream it. I would say go to a matinee. Like this is a good matinee. You can, if you don't want to pay the 3D, then don't pay it. But it is a good movie to watch on the big screen. Mm-hmm. And. No, certainly for the technology and the details. Well, that not only that, but you you're missing a lot. Mm-hmm. I think you're missing a, a whole lot of the experience. Yeah, because I think like when when you watch it in 3D, it's like you're in that world. And like you were saying last time, you know, when it, last we spoke, is like you really put on those glasses and you're really in that in that world. You know, yeah. you're able to look around and it makes you think. Imagine if Avatar was VR. Oh, that yes. would be beautiful. Just looking around. Exactly. Looking that around. would be absolutely something beautiful to look Unless at. Unless you're afraid of water. Yeah, you if you're claustrophobic, that yeah. would suck. You'd be like, oh, I can't drink. I can't drink. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you know, claustrophobic people, I'm sure they had some issues watching that movie because they were like, oh, my God, I can't breathe. They've been so long on their water. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, my grandfather was claustrophobic. And... I can just picture him watching that movie. He would lose his shit so bad. Oh, man. He would lose it really bad. Well, you know what? Then that would just means how great of a job they did at just that world. Mm-hmm. Underwater world. Because oh. they spend a buttload of money on just doing underwater technology. Yes. With all the... I mean, water itself, if you ever... Uh, in, in, well, in, with graphics and just in film itself, water, hair... Foliage, foliage, which is basically grass, hard thing mm-hmm. to replicate. No one has been able to perfect it. Well, I think these guys have. They did. It, it looks very real, but I'm sure some critics will find flaws in it. What? Well, yeah, of course. You always will. It, but like to someone who doesn't know about that, I think it was very credible. Yes. Someone who doesn't know about CGI or the way the, that that hair and water works, I think it looks really great for the naked eye of a regular watcher. Mm-hmm. Yes, but to the eyes of a critic, someone who knows about CGI, be like, oh, oh, it didn't move properly to the right. Look at, look, <laughs> look at the rendering. It didn't go with the current. The rendering is, uh, yeah, the 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 wind is going this way, but the yeah, the water current is going to the right. That's what and I it's call not it. moving right. Yeah, those people don't really matter to me. <laughs> those are people who just like, those are people who don't enjoy life. But um, okay, we'll get out of here. Uh, thanks for coming with us. Uh. I, we will be next week. Uh, hopefully, we'll have. I think. What, I don't know if we watch. What we watch it next week? I don't know, but we should find out yeah. Yeah, before the next podcast. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, you guys have a good day and night, and we'll hopefully see you guys soon. I, I'm glad. I hope you guys enjoyed our podcast, and we'll be in tune for next time. All right. My name is Fernando. This is Daniel, and we'll see you guys on Movie Talks TV. All right, guys. Enjoy. Have a good night. Have a good night. Good job, baby. (laughs) I did fuck up. I'm sorry. It's so good. Did you cut?